Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about how do you say no without being seen as lazy, dodging work, or not being a team player. Kristen, kick us off. With the caveat that some people are going to accuse you of that no matter what, mm. I would say that the best way to handle saying no is to be very upfront and very honest about it. All those little dodgy ways of trying to make an excuse. They just sound like that and they're not very believable and you might get caught up in them. Mm. Um, but people might have a solution to your objection and if it's not a real objection, that's a real problem. Mm -hmm. But I think that what I discovered, and I discovered this mostly in corporate, whereas I was working for 25 years before I even went to corporate and I never made the discovery, that the best way to handle saying no is to always offer some alternative solution. Mm. It might be as simple as saying, these are, these are what I've got to do. These are what are on the deck. And I'm happy to move project B out two weeks and help you with your project. And if you're talking with the boss, they might go, no, you really can't move your deadlines out. So you have just said no without at all being lazy or cooperative or uncooperative. Mm -hmm. And that riff, that's one of the pieces that I was thinking of is, for me, it's often, okay, what am I setting aside? And sometimes that's a limited to the work setting. Sometimes that's okay. So if I accept this, then you're saying that I need to give up on family, on recreation, on whatever it is, which some people are fine volunteering my time, but I can then say, okay, so when are you giving up yours in that same way for this? Mm. And I think that, that what you just said is the way we probably all internally think. But if, if this is about how do we have other people feel well of us, <laughs> I am not sure I would ever verbalize, oh, well, what are you giving up? Or I've already got too much on my plate. I think that that's the truth, but that's not how I would try to achieve the goal of having them all think I'm amazing. Mm, yeah, it might be a bit confrontational. I think... Um... It, it's because generally speaking, especially if we're talking in a business context, um, often saying no becomes a necessity because, I mean, don't get me wrong, if you find yourself saying no all the time, then there may be a wider problem here. Are you in a job that you hate or are you being a bit lazy? You know, there are, I imagine there are occasionally situations where someone's just saying no because they work shy. But if it's just, you know what, I'm definitely doing my bit and, and even possibly going over and above, but I need to draw a line somewhere because, you know, health and well-being and that kind of thing. Um, I think I think health and well-being is, is really the, the the key. I mean, they're, they're, they're great buzzwords anyway. Any, any boss that's going to hear that and not listen to it and acknowledge it and take it on board you've learned something very valuable about the boss that you're working for so i think that's that's for me the absolutely the way forward you know if i, if I take this on you know i'm, I'm not going to be able to give it my full attention what's more i'll be spread too thin i'm nearing burnout as it is so this is really not sustainable either way so for all of those reasons i'm out you know just you've, you've got to got to be be clear about that I have a client who made the point that she, for too long, took on basically everything, was working 16 hours a day, and that suddenly became the normal, well, what they expected of her. And when she started pushing back on it, they it was like, well, you've always done it. And she's like, but I can't anymore. And so, unfortunately, many of us don't realize that we're kind of making that choice until we get there, and then we start pushing back, and people are like, well, you're not a team player. No, I think one of the things, though, that we can do to prevent this from happening is to also be really clear about what work is on our table. 
So if she's working 16 hours a week, she's not communicating, 16 hours a day, she's not communicating clearly or appropriately how much work she's doing. So if I'm going to make sure my boss always knows exactly how much work I'm doing and not in a whiny, complaining way, it's real easy to say no when too much comes on board. It's, it, we already have a really, a really good communication path. And again, there are some people who are, are going to abuse you no matter what, like, like you said, Karina, if, if the boss is not in tune to the fact that you need to actually breathe or, you know, take a food break, then they're not a good boss. But yeah. the question to me was not about all the various other bad players or good players, but about what could I do? Mm -hmm. and what I can do is take responsible for communication, take responsibility for always making sure I offer something or I offer a solution if there's a solution available. I'm not able, but I know Josie over there is, you know, sitting there asking for some extra help. Or we could split the, if you can offer solutions and honestly communicate continuously, when you get to that place where your only answer is no, I just can't handle it, you won't, it won't be the habitual. It will be the exception. And you'll probably be heard without any kind of problem. How much of it is about being able to manage your own guilt about not being able to take on absolutely everything that everyone brings to you? That's I think a huge, huge amount. Yeah. And I think, cause this is the thing, I think this is where with a lot of my clients, I've had to sort of say, you know, what do you, because first of all, what you, how you're measuring yourself and the criteria against which you're measuring yourself may not actually match your boss. It might all be coming from you. You're putting the pressure on yourself rather than coming from, from your boss. Um, but also it then becomes sort of a question of quality versus quantity. Um, you know, if, if an argument is ever going to be made that somebody is underperforming, it's rare, very rare that the argument is put forward where they go, look, you're only doing this many projects. You know, usually the argument is look at the quality or the standard of the work that you've done. It's just not good enough. Mm. So if, if you're able to confidently look at the work you are doing um, and go, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's decent. Yeah. So, so sometimes, I mean, that involves self-belief, self-esteem um, and you know, various other things get chucked in there when you start looking at it like that. But it's it's definitely, you know, it's not about quantity very rarely. Mm. Um, I actually went a slightly different direction. For me, the, the feeling that comes up is typically not guilt at taking on or not taking on a role. It's, oh, this looks like fun. I want to do it, but I have to say no uh, for various and sundry reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think that's even harder when you want to, and then you look at your schedule and are like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. Because I think we may, then we often make the mistake that we do say yes. And that's a whole separate conversation of saying yes when you should say no. That's a different quick hit. But I do think that being able, I love your point, Kristen. If you communicate up front, then it's much easier to say no. If you don't accept all of it and create a standard of what you, that you always say yes, then it's easier to say no. And coming with a solution, all really, really good ideas. What else have you experienced when it comes to saying no? I have, on occasion, been brutally honest and said, this is not my strength. If you really want to give it to me, it's going to not be what you want coming out the other end. Mm -hmm. And yeah, fine, you want to pay me the extra hours to do that. But it then circles back to, okay, what else are we giving up on? Because I can do this, but I have limited amount of time in 
24 hours that everybody's given. So which one of these other things or multiples of these other things are we going to say no to? Do you put that on other people? Like, is it someone else's responsibility? I guess it depends upon the role, right? Is it someone else's responsibility to manage your plate? That's a whole therapy question right there, but... Um... <laughs> it is depending on what role you play in the company. I mean, it might not be anybody else's responsibility at this point in my life to manage my plate, but there are times where I'm not the one setting the priorities. So it is about communicating with whoever is setting up the priorities and setting up the roles. Mm. So a lot yeah. of my clients do have to worry about it's not their choice and they have to really learn how to make their bosses feel good about listening to a no. I agree. I think for me, I'm a firm believer that ultimately, yes, it's always you that controls what goes on your plate. But the choice that's given to you is often so drastic that you kind of feel, well, you know what, I have to say yes or leave. You know, that which is, uh, you know, an un unfair predicament to be put into. But I think if it's something, and I've definitely had clients like this, I've had friends going, going through this as well, where if you find yourself in a position for long enough where you're letting someone else dictate what goes on your plate, then and you're not already looking for an out then it's time to start looking for an out because you know this is the thing there's no point giving yourself a heart attack for somebody else's agenda that's ridiculous and ultimately if you keep saying yes it will be on you if that does happen so it's, it's really tough and i'm not downplaying how difficult it is um but i think if you don't take responsibility for it then you're going to wait for whoever's responsibility it is to swoop in and save the day and you'll be waiting a long time that is our 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to cut us off there. I apologize. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today and talking about how to say no without being seen as lazy or not a team player. And we'll do it again real soon.